And welcome everyone to another episode of Unleash the Kregel. I am your host, Jonathan Kregel, and I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, I'm going to jump right into the episode. And today for your motivational Monday or whatever day you happen to be listening to this, we're going to talk about procrastination. And so one of the biggest issues that people struggle with, whether it is taking action on a part of their life, whether it's work, relationships, getting healthy, going to exercise, getting up in the morning, going to bed at night, making hard decisions, easy decisions, whatever, seems to be procrastination. And we're not going to break down the meaning of it. It Basically, if I were to make a layman's version of it, it's pro, which is active, and procrastination. And we could look at the etymology of it, but basically it is active taking not action. That's kind of my way of saying it. Uh, Pro, positively not acting. And really, it's a funny way of saying it, but you could look up the etymology or the meaning or exactly what the word breaks down to. But we all know it to mean delaying an action delaying something that should be done, delaying doing some sort of action. Uh, Health is something we procrastinate on. Doing a hard part of work is things that we will procrastinate. Cleaning up our house can be something we procrastinate at. Uh, Cleaning out a closet that gets so overwhelming over time we just delay. We find something easier or something more enjoyable to do. So what I want to talk to you about today is dominating your procrastination so that you have a great life. You may have a great life, but you'll have a less cluttered life after you take some of the steps that we'll talk about here. So what I want to do is, if you listen to the previous episodes, you know I've mentioned Elizabeth Kubler-Ross And she wrote the book on death and dying. And we were talking about that related to grieving. Let me read a quote of hers. It's only when we truly know and understand that we have a limited time on earth and that we have no way of knowing when our time is up that we will begin to live each day to the fullest as if it were the only one we had. So the reality is we don't know. We don't know if this is the last day we have on earth. We don't know if this is the last minute or hour. We only have the now, and that doesn't mean that we live flippantly. It means that we live with the knowledge that we should take action on things and not assume that we can delay it till tomorrow or next week or next year. I've actually found in my experience, I'm coming up on 58 years old, uh, coming actually this Monday. It doesn't seem like I'm 58 in my brain, in my mind, but the reality is I've gone around the earth numerous, numerous times. I've experienced good, I've experienced bad, but one of the most self-sabotaging things in my own life has been procrastination. And it, the reality is once I made these changes to my life and, and started taking action with some of the tips I'm going to give you, my life got better. Not because it wasn't already better, it was I was able to free up energy, free up time, free up my ability to move and operate within the confines of my life just because I didn't have more junk 
whether emotionally, physically, spiritually, and so on. And one of the number one things that sabotaged me and was my own self-sabotage was procrastination, delaying doing something. And what I actually found is when I just got it taken care of or got started on it, it went very quickly. And so the act of not doing it became more cumbersome than actually just taking action. I actually would say that that's actually one of the biggest issues in society in general. We delay so many things. Our health epidemic, certainly there are many things we could talk about, but the number one thing is we procrastinate. We put off eating healthy. We put off exercising. We put off taking care of ourselves, assuming or figuring somehow that we can deal with it later or that we can deal with it medically or with a pill. And we, what we find is that's actually not true, that taking care of our health is the best path to a longer life. The, taking care of our eyes, taking care of our relationship, not putting off spending time with our family in lieu of extra work to give, more, give our family more money, but instead taking care of the not putting off the time spent, but making sure to diligently schedule it and do it. So I actually found in my experience that there can kind of be three general reasons why people procrastinate. And I would sum them up this way. People don't know how to move forward, and so they just delay. They don't care enough to move forward. It's not important enough. Hasn't caused, you know, there hasn't been enough pain or maybe enough reward. Or people are afraid to move forward or take action. Um, it's better to just delay. So I'm going to talk a little bit about each one of these here. But the first is people who don't know how. I would say the majority of my life that was the case. I didn't know how to move forward. I didn't know how to take action. Even with the resources that are out there now, there's such an overwhelming amount. Who do you trust? What do you follow? What do you do? That's why I think it's so valuable to have a coach or someone that comes alongside us to help guide us in taking action or working through what steps we would do to take action. And so I think that really people not knowing is a direct result of, one, there's so much information out there, but two, kind of navigate, navigating through all of that and uh, sorting it out actually becomes so overwhelming, it's better just to delay. What we could say is that, for me, for example, not knowing how to move forward, it just became easier to say, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'll just wait and delay that action or, or that path. And it ended up causing me so much pain and suffering because there were certain actions that would have been of benefit to myself, my family, my relationship, my health, had I taken action at the moment. But I simply didn't know how. That's not true now. We have the internet. We have the ability to ask advisors. You can ask online coaches. You can ask people that are experts in your area. You could ask a pastor, a advisor, a counselor, someone to point you in the right direction of what action or what step to take. Now, they can't take the action for you, but they can at least provide you with the information and, and the process to move forward. The next step is 
people who don't care enough to change. Now, this is one. The first one is you don't know, but you still need to act and find the information to find the way forward. People who don't care enough to change actually become one of the biggest struggles for me because the pain isn't enough. For example, people who struggle with heart disease, they continue to live a lifestyle assuming that they're going to be like George Burns, if you know the old actor, who smoked cigars, who drank alcohol, who didn't really necessarily take care of himself, but he lived to be over you know, 100 years old. And we assume that we're the exception like that. The reality, and statistically, we know that taking care of ourselves, uh, smoking, is going to result more than likely into health issues. Drinking excessive amounts of alcohol is going to cause health issues. Doing drugs, legal or not, are going to cause issues with our health, our relationships, or so forth. But again, we're under the mindset of we're the exception, so we don't care enough. There's not enough pain. There hasn't been enough physical or monetary or some sort of relational thing that's going to cause us enough pain to make the changes that are necessary. If you don't care, no amount of information is going to help you or motivation is going to help you to change. And frankly, you may not be ready to change. And the consequences of that is you may have an early death as a result of not being ready to make the changes. And that's sad, but that's reality. I'm hoping that you're not in that case, you're not in that camp, and you're willing to move forward and make the changes necessary in your life. The last one are people who are afraid to move forward, afraid to make the changes, who, who are afraid. And so therefore, procrastination becomes just a coping mechanism or a way to not have the fear of change. A lot of people in the world are in that situation. It's better to deal with the bad that you know, but you know it, than to try to make a change and not have any idea, even with all the stories out there of how good the change and how beneficial it will be to you and your family and so forth. It's sort of like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Well, the struggle that I know is better than the potential struggle I don't. And so what my goal is to give you some strategies that are going to help you not be afraid or to alleviate that. And again, that's where a coach, someone to coach you through this process, to be there as a support mechanism, will help you with those processes and those changes. For me also, I was afraid to change. I was afraid because I knew what I knew. And even though I can look back and see how bad some of the things I was doing or feeling, it was easier just to manage the, the stuff that I'd already been managing for many years, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually even, than to try to make a change and have it fall apart. Then I'm left even worse because I don't know to how to handle uh, this next mess. And frankly, it was just really faulty thinking on my part because the reality was the change wasn't going to be any worse than what I was already struggling with. And I believe that's the case for the majority of people. So how do we combat procrastination? 
So overthinking or laziness actually led to a lot of the procrastination in my own life. And many of the people who I have done surveys of personally and just throughout my writing career and speaking, overthinking just creates a lot of issues. We overthink the issue. We overthink whatever's going on. And so therefore, it just kind of handcuffs us and we delay. One of the fastest ways that I found to change this whole kind of gridlock or this handcuffed approach is what is known as the law of motion. And it really comes from Sir Isaac Newton, who did the famous, you know, apple falling from the tree and gravity and so forth. But basically, the law of motion says things at rest tend to stay at rest and things in motion tend to stay in motion. So how we can process this is that if we get moving even a little bit we are apt to keep moving but if we just sit still no action will ever occur and so what i want to do is give you some tips here that you can use for yourself maybe you're driving you're driving in your car maybe you're listening to this at work maybe you're listening to this just relaxing here i'm going to give you an action plan for how to move forward how to overcome come and combat procrastination in your own life. So one of the first things is what is known as a two-minute rule. And I first heard this with James Clear, a famous author who wrote a book called Atomic Habits. I'll link to it in my show notes. It's a fantastic book. It's a book that if you can read, you should read it. Uh, I would love to see kids in junior high and high school even implement this coaches and sports programs implement this and make it really something that's a curriculum item or or used in some sort of way in all the way down into to the middle schools high schools up to college level certainly in work environments too because people like struggle with habits but what we want to do is is form habits that are going to be easy for us to implement and easy for us to continue and keep moving forward per the law of motion. So the two-minute rule, in essence, says start something and do it for two minutes, whatever that is, and then see if you get to two minutes and you're done, okay, you've gotten something accomplished. But what we find is, just like the law of motion, that two minutes turns into five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and we find that our, we, we're more productive able to get things done, able to make changes in our lives that will have a real immediate impact, but also a long-lasting impact over time. Just a few examples of things you can just begin to, to do. Take out the trash. So instead of having the trash can overflowing, 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 and having somebody in the household harp or, or state take the trash out, or somebody, you know, always doing this if you see it just grab the trash don't delay it don't wait till later grab the trash tie it up put a new bag in the in the trash can and run it out to the trash can it'll take you two two or two minutes or less to do this and it's over with it doesn't have to be constantly looked at go out and pull a few weeds you don't have to garden you don't have to weed for this for a whole saturday Take, take a few minutes on the way out the door or coming in to just pull a few weeds. Do it for two minutes, and over time, 
you'll find that the weeding is done. It doesn't have to be a thing you set aside a morning or a whole day to do. Get the laundry that's dirty in your dirt, you know, laundry baskets. Don't wait till Saturday. Grab the stuff that's there, toss it in the la- uh, washer, and go ahead and kick off a load of laundry. The same. Grab the laundry, throw it in the dryer, get that going. It can be done. Uh, you don't have to fold all the laundry. You can, but work for two minutes and see how far you get. Do the dishes. Instead of seeing a few, you know, the dishes pile up, work for two minutes to clean some of those dishes. Get them done. Sometimes I found when I do that, and I happen to have a day or two's worth of dishes, I look at them and go, oh, I'll do it later. Well, now I just work for two minutes, and generally I'm like, I'm almost done. I'll just get them all done. And the same goes for unloading or loading the dishwasher. It takes less than two minutes. Work for two minutes. Get it taken care of. If you have an email or, or letter you need to send out, Take two minutes to start writing. You don't have to finish the whole thing, but if you work two minutes over a day or two, it's done. Pay a few bills. Now, a lot of us uh, can speed this up by just simply making automatic bill payments online, have it just auto come out you know, at a certain time of the month. But if you still write checks, still do the bills that way, pick a few bills, do it, work on it for a few minutes, and be done. And do it over... A couple days and your bills are paid off. It's not something that piles up. We can do the same thing with new habits. So these are things that we already know, tasks that we already have in place. We just kind of put them off. New habits. Let's say you want to get in shape and you want to run. One of the hardest things is getting your clothes out, getting situated, getting motivated, and so forth. The two-minute rule says go ahead and have your clothes ready, get dressed, get your shoes on, and get out the door moving in under two minutes. Don't have to get your drink ready and all that. Get, get that stuff set out, get dressed, get your shoes on, and get out the door in two minutes or less. Same with exercise. We don't necessarily have to go to the gym if you want. You can do some push-ups, some sit-ups, some stretching, but go ahead and roll out of bed and immediately spend two minutes, three minutes doing that. Don't make this big plan that causes us to go, I can't do it today, I'll delay it till tomorrow or the next day. Just get started. And then what you'll find is you'll have more motivation and more process, and that law of motion will go from two minutes to five minutes to 20 minutes to half an hour or whatever you can, can do. Let's say you want to clean a room. You have a room that needs to get cleaned. Well, go ahead and start in on it. Start in a corner and work for two minutes and work your way out. You want to write a book like I did. I've written three books. I've got a couple more out. And frankly, I've procrastinated because I've had some books written for a few years, and they've just been sitting here waiting to be published. Uh, I'm taking action on those by spending a little bit of time getting the Amazon stuff set up and some of these things done that I just put off. So I'm in the same boat as what I'm telling you. You want to read a book. Some people commit at the beginning of the year to read a book, one book a month. And at the end of the year, they've read maybe one book. So go ahead and just spend a few minutes each day. Read a page or two and see where you're at. The next thing I would say is, like I mentioned, a coach. Get yourself a coach, somebody who can hold you accountable who will. Get somebody who can help you. If you need help cleaning up a room or house, Instead of asking a friend, unless they're really good at it, 
go ahead and pay a cleaner or organizer to come on and come in and help you for an hour or two showing you and guiding you in some of these processes and getting kind of a plan situated that you can then work on yourself over a few minute time uh, periods each day you need help doing taxes well you can Try to do them and put, keep putting them off or just hire somebody to show you how to do them and maybe you do them next year. Anything you need help with, you can find someone to assist you and, and then you can implement, once you have some, sort of that guidance, you can implement these processes of just get started, get in motion and see how that inertia and that momentum carries you through. The last thing I would uh, say to you is we need to apply the done is better than perfect rule. And that states that getting something done, the first time at least initially, is better than seeking to have it done perfectly. Perfection is great in your mind. The problem is perfectionism and being a perfect-oriented person leads to procrastination and delay. When you find you can't be perfect or don't think you have the time to be perfect, you put it off. So what I would say to you is done is better than perfect because you can always go back to done and tweak it to make it a little more perfect. Seeking to be perfect just never gets done. If we will implement these kind of things, the two-minute rule to get started, the done is better than perfect and just give yourself the ability to work a little bit at a time instead of seeing the end goal and having to have that arrive instead a little bit at a time you will reach your goal i hope this helps i hope it encourages you i know that if you implement just these two things so many parts of your life so many parts of your relationships so many parts of just your mentality, your mental strength, but your, your relaxation and, and be able to have a great quality life that is, is much more freeing rather than being stifled and, and locked up and handcuffed. My hope is that this will help you overall in your life. Again, this is Jonathan Kregel. This is Unleash the Kregel podcast. I hope this motivation helps you. Be sure to follow us at Instagram, Unleash the Kregel. YouTube, Unleash the Kregel. You can also email unleashthekregel at gmail.com. We're on all the major podcasts. We'll be on YouTube soon. Please share, like, subscribe. And thanks again so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and be kind to those when you can.